What is going on, Reality Pop Nation? Thank you for being here on the Reality Pop Network. It's Pooji back from the Pooji Podcast. If you're into sports, go check out the Pooji Podcast. We got all the sports you need there on the Pooji Podcast, especially if you're in Florida or even Jacksonville, to talk some Jaguar football as well. But we're here tonight to talk some Big Brother Week 5 recap on the block. If you're into reality TV, this is the place to be. I say it every time and I'll say it again. I check out Reality Pop Network at least twice a day to see what they got going on. Adam's doing a great job with the channel. Chris is doing a great job with Survivor Worldwide. And I love watching so many of the videos, tier rankings. We have exit interviews from Survivor Worldwide. It's just an amazing channel. Glad you are here. If you're watching us live, please be sure to comment your thoughts on week five, starting from Sunday with Whitney's eviction. Up until now, Thursday following the week five eviction, we'll get into the entire week right here. Last week, I was glad to be joined by Nick Brown. And this week, I'm glad to be joined by another guest. Before we get to introducing him, we have a quick announcement. We will have a fan favorite guest joining us next week, actually, from Big Brother. Um, so be sure to tune in next week to the block for the week six recap with one of the fan favorite uh, uh uh, contestants from previous weeks. But for now, let's welcome on Jacob to the block. Jacob, thank you for being here, man. Absolutely. That was that was a pretty good episode. I think it was a pretty exciting week. We got into some nitty gritty. Um, you know, finally, I don't feel like the game hasn't been good, but like we're starting to get into that time where people are going to have to maybe cut off some ties that were built early on. Oh, yeah. I mean, I said it last week with Nick on the show. It felt like when the teams went out the window, it felt like this is when Big Brother starts. And oh, it yeah. started, man. It started. It was fierce. It was fast. And it was hot and bothered. It was awesome to have everyone going at it on Big Brother. It doesn't get better than that. Let's start with Sunday, the first day, really, of week five. Whitney ends up going home on a 10-0 vote. Hannah remained safe. So Whitney goes home. And then they begin the Big Brother head of household competition. First and foremost, are we surprised at all that Whitney went home and instead of Hannah last week? I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't I didn't think of her as a huge threat, um, but I know that by the time she had been, you know, put up and things started getting talked about, it was kind of just, like, her digging a, a deeper hole. So I wouldn't say I'm surprised. Was it, was it worth getting rid of someone um, that I don't see as a huge game threat? Maybe not, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, we get into that head of household competition following that. I felt like like Whitney was kind of grouped in with uh, Brent, and it was just kind of like getting rid of the remaining snakes of the bunch uh, from that alliance. And then the remaining, what was it, 12 people, um, you, you got to battle it out for safety, and that's what ended up happening. So we jump on the wall, whale of a time. We've seen these endurance competitions all the time. And to be honest with you, I'm not surprised – by the order in which people bowed out of the game. And I'm not surprised in the order in which people were remaining in the game as far as Xavier, Derek X, and Alyssa remaining on the wall. Jacob, let's talk real quick about this competition and go through kind of what happened in this competition if you want to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there were some people that, you know, bowed out quick and you're not surprised by that. And usually some some of the stronger guy players and then there's some, you know, girl players that are usually pretty good at these uh, endurance competitions they may not be as big as heavy and they can kind of just hold themselves up there for a long time that was Alyssa um, and it got down to like you said Alyssa Xavier and Derek and it's kind of like 
people start wanting to cut deals. I don't, I think if I remember correctly, Xavier was like, I don't want to win this. I'm not trying to win this, but you know, Alyssa wanted it. Derek really wanted it. And so it's like, Hey, if, if you keep me safe, like, are you going to keep me safe? I'll, I'll drop. I think Alyssa was going to drop regardless. So it was kind of like just smart. Like, let me throw, throw out my safety out there. And, and Xavier did the same. And it ended up being Derek X with his, you know, and we'll get into it, his plan um, for the week. He got what he wanted. He stayed safe and he cut those two deals that eventually got a little dicey because Xavier afterwards wanted to try to milk it for more and see what he could. And and before we get into those details, let's just talk about this real quick. Christian coming off the head of household victory from the previous week cannot compete in this competition. Christian seemed like he seems like the kind of guy that would have had a good opportunity oh, yeah. to win this one as well. He would have he would have definitely battled for it. Like I could see him, like I said, usually guys that are a bit heavier, they got more weight to them. It's harder, you know, to hold yourself up on a wall like this for like endurance sake but like they battle it out they're just competitors he would have he would have done it until um i think his body would have failed him honestly yeah and i think honestly it comes down to he, he i think he would have recognized he's a threat in the game and it gets to a point for a lot of players where if they become comp beasts they recognize that and they're like well I have to win everything from this point out. We saw it in Survivor a few seasons ago when Rick Devins won like five of six competitions to survive against a huge alliance. Well, in Big Brother, it's the same deal, right? You got to win head of household. If you can't win head of household, you got to win the veto to remain safe. Christian was that kind of player. Unfortunately for him, the same kind of player, Derek X, remaining on the wall with his alliance members, Xavier and Alyssa. Now, could we have seen this coming from the beginning that Derek X would have been the poisonous fruit in the whole Royal Flush Alliance that out of the nine members, Kings, Queens, plus the one ace with Derek X, that he would be the one to flip? Like, that makes kind of perfect sense, right? Maybe. I mean, because I really do think that Derek X overall has a very good um, sense of the game. And he's not he's not in the alliance just for the sake of like, hey, we're actually going to get to the end together. He's using he's using an alliance or he's using different moves to help get himself further. And he's he's kind of smart, like, hey, if I want to, you know, take a left turn and it's the right time, I don't want to miss that turn and then end up finding out that I get you know taken out first. So like he really wanted to win HOH and it's because he had some plans on his mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had huge plans, and I think that's just a sign of a good player. That we're five weeks into this, right? We're going into the, we went into the fifth week, and Derek X already had recognized a few of his biggest threats, and that's the sign of a good player. Not only is he a comp beast, he's won two vetoes and one head of household, but now he is back at, in the opportunity to make a big move and take a shot at other competitors in the game, maybe within his own alliance. So. We get off the wall. Derek X wins. Alyssa falls. He cut a deal with Alyssa. Xavier falls. Both of them are kings. And let's preface it with this. Even though the teams are out of it and there's not kings, queens, jokers, and aces, there's still got to be a little bit of a feeling that like those teams still matter, right? Like, Yeah, like, like just because the, the actual rules of the game say you're no longer on a team, the alliances they created are still valid for the most part. And it's and surprising that even with that team structure, there was such big alliances created regardless of that team structure. But at the end of the day, once the, the, the team walls get dropped, those don't magically just mean, okay, well, now nah, I didn't want to work with you in the first place, so 
cutting off. Like you feel comfortable. You already know there's a loyalty because we created a bond over the first like few weeks. So yeah, it's, there's very much still on the same team and like a very like obvious kind of team situation. Again, thank you for uh, joining us on Reality Pop Nation. If you're watching live with us, please be sure to comment. Would love to hear your thoughts on week five leading up to Thursday night's eviction, which we'll get to in just a second. But Jacob, you're, you're, you're spot on. I mean, realistically, when you think about it, the rules change from the aspect of, okay, one person wins no longer means this whole team is now safe. It no longer means the, the, the reward is transcends the rest of the team. Now it just means those alliances, how long can they last? How long can they trickle into the rest of the game? And Derek X didn't really have um, anyone else within the Royal Flush from the Aces. He has Hannah as an ace in the pocket, so he has her, but he no longer has uh, that, that alliance to be loyal to. So Derek X gets off the wall. Tell me what Xavier does when he gets off the wall, because I absolutely thought this was insane. You know, and, and I see what Xavier was trying to do. Um, he he initially cuts a deal like, hey, can you promise me safety? And Derek X is like, yep, I'll promise you safety. He falls. Once the competition's won and Derek X is the, the champ of this wall competition, you know, everyone's coming up, dapping him up, giving him hugs, like congratulations. And Xavier slyly throws in like, hey, like, so I'm safe this week. And, and the Kings too, right? You know, whole team. And I, I thought it was very um, quick thinking. I don't know. Like some people might react and just say like, oh, yeah, sure. Just because you want to, you know, appease anyone that's talking to you in this game. But he never responded to that part of like, oh, yeah, the Kings are safe too, right? As, as they're hugging and congratulating him. And I think that was very smooth because if he, if Derek X would have like even just like unconsciously, like subconsciously, uh agreed to that then he would have been in some very deep trouble if he you know did what we're going to get into what he what he does um he's like i made two deals i'm keeping those two deals anything else is on the table xavier's safe Alyssa's safe and maybe his prized target is not and you know what he's been a smart player the whole game he seems like he has a way with words and he's he's been smart the whole game to not dig himself into those holes. We'll get into a digging situation here in a little bit because there was a point on Wednesday's episode that was mind-boggling, mind-blowing to all of us out there watching that was Gosh. just absurd. So he starts going through the ideas and the motions of who should I nominate, who should I put up. He talks with people. I want your opinion on this, and we'll discuss this real quick. You go to someone and say, are you comfortable being put up as a pawn? Like, what is that about? What, like, you know. I would say that the majority, if not like every single person nowadays that goes on Big Brother, they've watched Big Brother enough. They they know that, you know, pawns go home. It's not a comfortable thing knowing that, yeah, I'm going to be a put up just so like whoever the real target is, um, you know, they go home and I'm just there to sit next to them because plans change. People fight. They argue for their, their case they convince people like, okay, yeah, I'm the target, but guess what? My back's against the wall. I'm willing to do what I need to do to stay. I'll offer you safety. I'll, you know, cut this deal. I'll agree to this. And then things flip. And then the pawn ends up being the one that gets sent home. So I, I was very surprised that, um, you know, we saw very candid answers from people that, yeah, I, I wouldn't be happy because sometimes I feel people just want to appease the HOH they want to, you know, be like, oh, yeah, team player. But, you know, Derek X had to do what he had to do because he's got to put somebody up next to his target. 
Um, but you know, people were smart to say like, yeah, I wouldn't be happy with it. And, you know, I'm just letting you know that cause it's a stupid idea. Yeah. And let's be real. We've talked about this on previous episodes of the block. Every player is playing a decent game right now. Some are playing better than others. Some are playing worse than others, but for the most part, everyone is playing the game, which you don't get in every season of big brother. So I'm excited that that's the case. So if you're a floater and you recognize that you're a floater, yeah, going up as a pawn might not be the worst thing because, you know, you're not, you know, you're just kind of getting by. You're maybe appeasing some of the favorites in the house. You're just going to make it to the end. Whatever the case is, well, Brittany is in a extremely difficult situation. Nick and I talked about it on last week's episode of The Block, and here we are again talking about it. Brittany has now been up three times on The Block, and the more she gets put up on The Block, the more she gets... Uh, I guess uh, the more she recognizes that she is uh, easily manipulated, uh, manipulated might not be the word, but easily targeted as a pawn. She has to recognize she doesn't have anyone in this house. Am I correct? I wouldn't say she doesn't have anyone, but the reason it's easy to keep putting her up is, you know, when you're the HOH, you might have a target, but you, you don't want to create too much blood on your hands, as they say. So if Brittany's been up, um, there was never like a solid reason why she was put up because she's not a huge threat. Uh, but like, it's easy to put her back up because like, if you put someone different up, you're creating new targets or you're the target to like new people now. Where it's like, oh, if I put Brittany up, well, they already put Brittany up and they already put Brittany up. So, you know, she's not mad at any single person, including me. She keeps getting put up. And, and the poor girl, like she's not a big threat right now and she's not a target but she's getting used because it's easy to put her up next to other people. And I, I apologize real quick. Those out there listening, if the feed gets a little choppy, if the Wi-Fi gets a little wonky. Hello. I don't know if you guys can hear me, but uh, Pooji's frozen right now. Hello, hello, hello. I don't know if we just lost Pooji, so I'm going to keep talking and pretend like you guys can hear me because I think you still can. Um, so... Oh, there goes Pooji. Well, anyway, guys, as we're talking, um, poor Brittany just keeps getting put up and put up. And I don't think that it's for any fault of her own. So when Derek X decides he needs to make some some moves, you know, he has a big shiny target. And, and who all but, you know, a big, strong competitor to put up this week. I don't know if Pooji's coming back. Um, I just texted him. But, yeah, so, like, who does Derek X need to put up but a strong player that he thinks if I don't take him out first, he's going to take me out? And that was um, Christian. So so Christian, you know, if you put him up right away, though, like what do we know in Big Brother that happens when you put these strong competitors up and they play veto? They get themselves off the block. So now, now, now Derek has to figure out who is he going to put up? You know, he wants to put up Brittany maybe because she's easy and not going to create blood on his hands. 
and he's got to put a second person up. So he's asking everybody in the house, who am I going to, uh, you know, put up as a pawn and pretend like Brittany is the, the target, but he really wants Christian to go out. That was his target from the get go. He wanted to win um, the HOH so he could go after this big target, and make a big move. I personally applaud Derek X for wanting to do that. Um, so who is that quote unquote pawn going to be that he puts up next to the target, Brittany? He chooses Sarah Beth. Um, I think just, just for lack of, you know, a, a better word, it's just like someone that he's not, um, too worried about, you know, he's not thinking like, you know, if I piss her off, she's going to gun after me hard and it's dangerous, not like an Xavier. So he puts up Sarah Beth next to Brittany. They both kind of get upset. They both, they both, you know, don't know what's going on. Um, but Derek X, you know, has a very good plan. And I think we're trying to get Pooji back right now. I'm going to keep going just because um, we got it. We got to keep this rolling. But yeah, Derek X is in a spot now because, you know, he has Sarah Beth up on the block. He's got Brittany up on the block. They're both like, why are you putting me up on the block? Um, he he lets Sarah Beth know. She, she uh, very uncomfortably sits with him, does not say a word, waiting for an explanation until he finally breaks. And he's like, you're not the target. And he, he opens up to her that he's, he's wanting to make a big move and he's wanting to target Christian. And, you know, she feels more comfortable thinking, you know, if I do, you know, end up sitting on the block next to Christian, you know, should I not win veto or should like, so, should someone else go up? You know, Christian should go home. He's a big target. Only problem was Derek X, as smart as he's been, I really love Derek X. He ended up putting a big, big target on his back by explaining things too early to the wrong person. And you know who that person was? Alyssa. Alyssa is definitely Christian's number one ally. They're the most obvious showmance in the game right now. And Derek X is like, I'm, oh, Pooji. Oh, Pooji, where are you, Pooji? Sorry, guys. So Derek X definitely... Definitely wants to, you know, think about his future next week. So he talks to Alyssa of all people thinking, if I tell her about my plan to potentially backdoor Christian, putting up Sarah Beth and Brittany, not wanting Christian to be able to play for Vito, if I tell Alyssa of that plan, maybe when it happens, if it happens, she won't be too upset. But um, when it gets time to it, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm starting to – let me see, Justin. Oh, Justin's coming back. Let's go, Pooji. I don't know if I actually got ahead of myself because we had the veto competition, and I can't remember which came first. But, you know, Brittany's up on the block. Sarah Beth is up on the block. Um, the veto competition was, was crazy. It was a bunch of, you know, 90s, 80s-style-looking um, workouts. Um, I'm getting back to the veto just because I know I was getting ahead of myself talking about that conversation with, with Alyssa and Derek. But, you know, Brittany, um, Sarah Beth, Kyland, Alyssa, and Derek X, I believe I'm not forgetting anybody, are all playing in this veto competition. Um, Brittany's playing for her life. Sarah Beth is playing for herself. But she does not um, mind, you know, losing. 
Um, Kylan is there. Um, and, and Alyssa is thinking, you know, if I get the veto, I'm going to save, you know, one of these girls. And she's not even worried about losing Christian because, you know, Derek X explains to Christian, Xavier, and, and um, Alyssa the most, in the most perfect way that, you know, well, if I put up Brittany and Sarah Beth and Brittany comes down, we just put up another Joker, you know. And that way we can get rid of, you know, either Brittany or a Joker or Sarah Beth. He, I don't know how he did it, but he convinced Xavier, Alyssa, and um, Christian that, like, Christian's not a target. Nobody's a target from you guys. Like, I'm putting up Jokers. I'm putting up Sarah Beth. So that way, you know, we're safe. And so when we get to the competition, Alyssa's, you know, wanting to win the veto to save one of the nominees. It was the craziest thing because little did she know if she won that veto, she was going to be putting up her boyfriend on the block. Um, when it came down to it, Brittany, though, absolute monster when it comes to these 90s-style workouts, apparently, because she fought for her life. She was, you know, like, a demon came out of her and she was shaking her head and doing all the competition. If you haven't seen the highlights, go watch those highlights. But if you watch the episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about from Wednesday night. Um, it was a little controversial though when when people started dropping this competition because everybody that's a Big Brother fan knows we have these competitions where first one out, they get to choose. In this case, it was locker number one, which was of course the Golden Power Veto. And as, as more people dropped, more prizes were unleashed, potential punishments. Um, and, and we just kept getting further. And, and Sarah Beth started the first little like controversial moment when she was the second one to drop. And she chose not to steal the power of veto. She chose to keep the $5,000 that she won as the fifth um, place player. That started Alyssa's mind right away wondering why did Sarah Beth not take the the veto I didn't see a personal problem with that just because you know Sarah Beth knows as long as Brittany's still in the competition she's going to take the veto no matter if I get the veto or not so she keeps the 5,000 Alyssa's kind of annoyed I think Kylan is just somewhere smiling just gyrating his hips and you know playing but nobody's worried about it we move on um, Derek X ends up losing Kylan ends up losing, and now we're down to Brittany and Alyssa. And like I said, Alyssa's you know not caring if she wins it, but if she does, she's going to take someone off. Um, but Brittany just just goes crazy. She wins it. She gives you know like a football player type scream and roar, like she was pumped. Um, and then Wednesday night, instead of seeing who the veto ceremony, like how it happened, instead of seeing Brittany take herself off and finding out if Derek X was going to put up. Um, Christian, they cut away. They say, find out next time on Big Brother. And it was the first time I think I've ever seen a Wednesday night episode after Veto not actually finish showing the Veto ceremony. Going back to what I, you know, got out of order, after this Veto ceremony, or after this Veto competition, I should say, Derek X knew that Brittany was going to take herself off. And what was his plan all along? As we said, his target was Christian. Once Brittany takes herself off, Christian's going to go right back up. Now, that's where we get into it. Derek X figured, well, if I tell Alyssa now that my plan will be to put up Christian as a replacement nominee, as a potential backdoor, if I let her know now, maybe she won't be as, as annoyed or hurt or mad at me. 
next week when she's blindsided by the move. Whew, Derek X, what an awful decision. I couldn't believe he did it as he was saying it. I was watching it with Justin. I said, please do not do this. Just put him up, make your back door. Don't let anybody know before the actual ceremony. So before the ceremony, he goes and tells Alyssa, and Alyssa is immediately just like pissed. And she's like, why would you do that? That's awful for your game. This makes no sense. You're going against the flush. At some point, people got to do this, though. They got to go against their their own um, alliances because otherwise, if I don't get you first, you're going to get me. I just don't think it was smart for Derek to um, try to smooth things over before he made this move because it only created a big problem. Alyssa was now on guard. Runs right to Christian, lets Christian know. I thought he was going to blow up. If you were watching the episode on Wednesday night and you saw this, I I thought the house was about to blow up. I thought there was going to be screaming and yelling. Um, most most people now knew in the house of what the idea was, at least Xavier, Alyssa, and Christian, that Derek X might put him up, Christian that is, as a replacement nominee. They thought they were in a, an alliance together, so it made no sense. And there's Poogee. Here I am. I hey, just... I'm, I'm back. I got evicted from the live stream. I got evicted. I was gone. And now I have returned. Maybe a twist coming up in the Big Brother game that I can, oh, can forecast. Well, I'm not going to lie. For a second, I think I was live without realizing. Um, I thought maybe I was frozen. And I pulled it up on my phone. So I just kept going with it. I'm currently at the conversation with Alyssa. Brittany won the veto. You assume if Brittany wins the veto, what she's going to do with it. She's going to take herself off. She's sitting next to Sarah Beth. Derek figures when that happens, I'm going to put up my real target. Christian goes to tell Alyssa that, you know, I plan to do this to attempt to make her feel less like hurt or scorned by this move. And it ended up just blowing in his face. Am I right? Yeah. So, do I still have you, Jacob? Am I still frozen, or am I good? No, I can hear you perfectly. Fine okay, right good. Now. I'm here. The Wi-Fi Sorry, is guys, all jacked we are up. Back with Fuji. He's the he's the the name on the show. So we are we are all jacked up here. I got to preface it with this. We have the 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 gaming systems out there running on Wi-Fi. We have my laptop. We have TVs. Everything's on Wi-Fi. It might happen again, and it could happen right here. I'm not going to be surprised if it does. If it does, I'm sorry. But it's a crazy situation that we're in with him going to Alyssa. It's almost like he was trying to overplay the game. Yes. And he put himself in a very bad spot. What do you think is going to happen when you go to the showman's counterpart and say something like this? Is she just going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, this is cool. We'll go for it. Yeah. Let's do it. This is not something you can talk out. This is something that you have to do under the radar, no one expecting it, and you have to do damage control on the back end. He was trying to do the whole, you know, uh, what, being re proactive instead of reactive. That's not going to work in this situation. He was being way too proactive. I think he would have been better off maybe being on the other side, waiting until the following day, following the vote, uh, and, and then taking taking the uh, conversation on with Alyssa. Absolutely. If you want, I'm, I'm assuming anybody that sees this video, watches this live stream, they watch the show, they know what happened. It was just not something that Derek should have done. Um, what ended up, you know, blowing over Wednesday night ends, Big Brother doesn't show us the veto ceremony. They leave us overnight to just 
wonder like does he do it does he get you know scared off from making this big move i think you know you got to make a big move you got to play this game hard and show people you know what you've done when it comes to the end so i was really hoping that derek would not be scared off by you know making a big move and thursday comes around that's tonight um and we see the veto ceremony Brittany, as usual as the veto winner would take themselves off he puts up Christian. I was very much happy to see that he made this move and didn't get scared because you got to make big moves. Hey, Pooji, are you still with me right I'm now? I'm here. Yo, I was just giving you a chance to just get on your soapbox and talk okay. about big moves. I mean, after after you we lost you for a second, I filled up the whole screen. I was like, oh, no, did we lose Pooji again? No, I'm but good. Still, so nothing, talking about nothing big moves. surprising. I think he did what he was supposed to do, and he had to do it regardless. By the time he blew up that whole that whole thing, yeah. So as soon as he went to Alyssa and talked about it, there was no going back from making the move because now if you do turn back and not make that move, now you have three kings, Alyssa, Xavier, and um, Christian gunning after you the next week. Correct. So now you're just putting yourself in a worse position. Yeah, you might have Sarah Beth as a teammate. She would have likely gone home if he would have put up Derek F. Correct. So it didn't make sense for Derek F to cannibalize his own alliance and send home Christian when he very well should have just or and to send home like Derek F. Oh no, Pooji, we're losing you again. Pooji, Pooji. All right. As Pooji was saying, once Derek X made, you know, that move understood to the house, or at least to that, that trio, there was no going back from the move. Once, once you kind of put out there that you want to backdoor somebody, you can't go back and undo it because guess what? If you don't do it, they still know the intentions you had. And once they know the intentions you've had, you're going to get targeted regardless. You took a shot. I, I likened it last night. I was talking to Justin. It's like aiming a gun at somebody, you know, and them seeing you do it. And then, oh, like, but you didn't take the shot. Just because you didn't take the shot, someone saw you, like, as their back was turned, you were about to take the shot. So once Derek X let it be known he was going to try to backdoor Christian, there's no backing out no matter what kind of pandemonium it created. Um, he smartly kept with it. And now we move on to Thursday, and, and we start seeing – some other things. So I would say with that move, the Royal Flush, at least that segment of it, is now kind of busted because one of the Royal Flush made a move against one of the other, you know, Royal Flush members. But guess what? Apparently that's not the only um, alliance in this game that is kind of having trouble. So what do we see? Someone that was, you know, Christian obviously has to like start you know, advocating for himself. He has to go to people in the house and, and build support to stay. I think it's very tough as someone of Christian's um, competitive nature to not be seen as the person going home if you're on the block. You're going to target a big player like Christian, and so he had to do everything he could. Tiffany, though, he's talking with Tiffany. He's trying to convince her. Tiffany's like, man, he's really putting me on the spot like I'm the swing vote. And she didn't want to be considered a swing vote that if he goes home, 
she is kind of looked at by the other alliance members, I guess, from Christian's side, like Xavier and Melissa, as someone who, you know, turned her back. So, and I didn't really think this was the best move. She tells Brittany, Oz is there. Eventually, Derek F comes in. She says, Hey, Christian's talking to me like I'm the swing vote. He's, you know, trying to convince me that, you know, I need to help him stay by by being a vote and she's like if he asked me again like you i'm gonna say that well i'm not the only one that's like a swing vote like you need other votes and kind of put someone like britney britney's name out there somebody else and she started to cause amongst britney aza and Derek f big d she started to cause some issues because big d's like why why are you going to start like kind of threatening other people's names you know when someone's coming to you like christian trying to gain your vote but you're gonna like try to throw other people's names out there we saw big d start to get pretty annoyed with tiff and we go to a commercial break we come back i actually think right before the commercial break big d goes to aza and says I'm about to go to everybody and tell them that I do not want to be part of this alliance anymore. Referring to the cookout. You know, we have that six-person alliance with, you know, Aza, Derek F., Kylan, Tiffany, Hannah, and who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting one of the six. That's a lot of names right there. But of the cookout, he's like, I don't want to work with Tiffany anymore. Because if she's going to, you know, be like this, you know, act like she's running the house, trying to boss us around like how we should talk to people how we should you know do things i'm not dealing with that you're not going to tell me what to do his quote was i listened to two people i listened to my mom and i listened to god and so not only is the royal flush now kind of falling apart but is the cookout falling apart we'll have to see what happens next week based on who wins the hoh um we're just starting to see some things move as we get towards the vote tonight Christian keeps, you know, trying to go to people, earn votes. We're looking at Alyssa, Xavier on his side for sure. He's pretty confident that he has people like Claire. He's trying to get Tiffany. He thinks, um, you know, Brittany would vote for him. And, and you know, five, five votes because it was nine. So five would be the magic number. Um, but I, I think what came down to it is that when you have such a strong competitor like Christian, it's almost too good to pass up for most of those players to not vote him out. Yes, if you keep him around, he can save you in the short term. But if you're trying to go up against him and you're not a big competitor, you know, like like he is in the long run, you know he's going to beat you. So when we got to the vote tonight, it ended up being a 7-2 vote to send home Christian. Christian did indeed go home. If you haven't seen the episode, you shouldn't be watching this, but I'm assuming anyone that is watching this has. Christian got the boot. His two. Oh, and we're back with Fuji. We're back. Hey, I just got to say this real quick, guys. I'm sorry for those listening that I've been in and out of this thing. I think there's an EMP over my house right now. And that they are trying, the government is trying to make my house like the Big Brother house. No electronics allowed in here. I'm now working off bootleg Wi-Fi, but we're making it happen. Don't tell anyone that has legal lawyers and stuff. I'm working bootleg Wi-Fi. Jacob, I'm back for the time being.
So as I was explaining to people right before I got to what the vote was tonight, um, the Royal Flush, putting Christian up, the Royal Flush is starting to break apart because one of its members is targeting its other members. But that wasn't the only alliance tonight that started to look like it was having some cracks in it. Am I right? Oh, yeah. So let's be real. Tiffany uh, wants to talk to – who was it? She wanted to talk to – uh sarah no Brittany. she wanted to talk to Brittany by herself and aza and Derek f kind of wander up to the hoh room with her and then all of a sudden tiffany blows a gasket well Derek x also blew a gasket earlier when he was talking about tiffany it seems like the cookout alliance there may be a little bit of a storm cloud above the cookout might not make for some good burgers yep so just to clarify because i know i was talking about when um tiffany was kind of telling Brittany. You know, that if you don't, you know, tell Christian how you're voting, like he's coming to me asking for my vote, like I'm the swing vote. Big D's already kind of getting annoyed with Tiffany there acting like she's in charge. Um, so when it came down to it, Christian ended up convincing uh, Tiffany that it might be a good idea for her to actually advocate keeping him in the game. So she calls Brittany up after this initial conversation with Aza, Brittany, and Big D to then try to swing Britney's vote. Big D already being on edge with Tiffany was like, Christian is the one that comes in the room and she's like, hey, he's like, Brittany, can you come up real quick? Someone wants to talk to you. And they're like, who? And he says, oh, Tiffany. And as soon as he hears Tiffany's name, Big D's like, I'm coming up too. And so Big D, Aza, follow up Brittany. Tiffany's like, oh, no, 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 no. I just want to talk to her. And he's like, well, if we're all on the same team, we all have the same intentions, there shouldn't be any problem, right? And she's like, no, 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 it's okay. I'll talk to her later. So that alliance right there is starting to form a rift. And it's between Big D and it's between Tiffany right now. Who knows if that'll last. If it breaks apart, it's going to be because of those two. Yeah, so if the cookout doesn't last... It's because of the, 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 the conflict between Big D and Tiffany. They seem like they have pretty alpha personalities. Big D's been laying low for a while, but now it's to the point where it looks like that's not going to last. Jacob, you might have to take it from here on out because I'm getting more signals from, wi uh, from my Wi-Fi connection. You might need to close us out on this. I'm sorry, Reality Pop Nation, but Jacob, I want you to run away with this one. All right, so you want me to just talk about all the way through the end of the episode? Let's get us to the end we of the episode. Some big news. Get us so to the end of the episode. We got we got to the vote. As I already kind of said before, Pooji got back in. It ended up being a 7-2 vote. The only two votes for Christian to stay were Alyssa and Xavier. And and that, that, that comes as, at no surprise. Um, but it seemed like even though there was some potential momentum of Christian staying and people getting that to happen, it just, it just wasn't going to be the case. He got sent home. And I was really happy he got sent home because if Derek X would have tried to make this move and it not go through, he would be in so much, so much shit next week, honestly. But it's a big move. He made it. He got through. Um, and he, he, he has, like, like you said, two vetoes. He has an HOH. He got out a huge target. We'll see what happens next. Um, and now, hey, if I'm still on the broadcast... You're still here. All right, I'm still here for the time being. Um, he has the numbers as well. I think a lot of people don't realize, as good as the Royal Flush Alliance was with Kyland and Xavier and uh, uh, Alyssa and so on, 
Derek X really does have some good numbers with Derek F, Brittany, Aza, Hannah, and so on. Even now, Tiffany maybe. Tiffany yep. might flip flop. Who knows? But if there's a if there's a fracture in the in the cookout alliance. This game now becomes a free-for-all because now not many strong alliances are happening besides Kylan and Sarah Beth, who already we know have a final two together. So that that might be the, the alliance that carries someone to the end. So I'm excited moving forward into this game knowing that there's so many issues with so many other alliances. People are about to have to start taking shots. I'm excited to see if some of the uh, maybe um, – quieter players like a Hannah, like a Brittany, maybe come out of their shell and start making some moves as well. Um, Brittany just seems like a firecracker. She's just excited about every single thing that happens. Yep. She's crazy. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see some big moves being made because like we said, with the teams in place for this uh, season, it didn't seem like there was that cool kids majority alliance that formed at the beginning that was just kind of picking off some of the ostracized house guests, right? Yeah. And you know what? You know what I want to say? Because I was thinking about this as we were talking earlier. The whole team situation we thought was great. We had talked about it preseason that we would love to see teams because we're tired of these huge alliances that get you know, kind of built right away. Um, it didn't really stop these larger alliances from forming. But what I realized the teams did is it kept um, from any like, real floaters um, kind of becoming a thing. And I would say like it's, it's tough to say that there's no floaters because there are players we see as like, um, very much impactful impactful in the game and a lot less impactful right now. But everybody is in on conversations at least. There's nobody that's not really been like a part of game situation or game conversations. It seems like the teams allowed everybody to be a part of game conversations, at least with somebody, at least a few people by these teams. And I think those teams kind of built confidence for everybody because everyone felt like they had someone watching their back. So someone Correct. like Brittany right? Someone like Brittany who may have gone into the game individually and maybe not felt like she had someone supporting her. Maybe it was tough for her to build an alliance. She at least felt like she had Derek F and Aza and even Frenchie, I guess, as someone, as people that could really kind of be there for her during competitions, during different conversations. And you said everyone's in on the conversations. That's true. Even if the conversations are fact or fiction, Everyone is at least hearing something, which is great. That means that every single player in the game is actually involved in the game, where yep. if someone wasn't in on the conversations, it just is like, okay, they're obviously not relevant to the vote. They're not relevant to the move. But everyone, like Tiffany bringing in Brittany, Brittany was in a situation where she could have been a swing vote. And she's been on the block three times. She went from being on the block, winning the veto, to potentially being a swing vote in one of the biggest moves in the game. And we're only in week five people. Like yep. we have so much more of this game left to play. And there's already big moves being made with people that we would not typically recognize as being big players. But you know what? If you're watching big brother this year, start taking a great look at all these players because we are now officially at a jury. Everybody left in this game will be on finale night, whether they're sitting in the final two chair or they're, they're voting for the winner. We've made it to jury. That's a big move. That means Claire's uh, power that she had is now done and over with. She is no longer automatically safe. Um, but as we were kind of talking about, you know, some people like Derek X maybe pissing off Xavier and Alyssa, and now we have some friction between Derek F and uh, um, Tiffany. Tiffany. Now it's like who wins, you know, the next HOH? What does that look like? 
who who gets targeted. But you know, there's a big wrench being thrown into this right now, and that is the next big twist of the summer. Did you remember what the twist was? Oh, geez, we haven't even talked about that yet. What was that called? It was the High Rollers Room or something. It's the High Rollers Room. How this will work? If you were a Big Brother fan and you want to be a part of this, this is your chance to vote for your players to earn High Roller um, Big Brother. Bucks, I think big bucks is what it was called. Yeah. Something like that. You basically have um, 10 votes. You can text in anybody's name. Uh, if you go to the Big Brother website, you can find out what the number is. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. But the top three vote getters will get 100 Big Brother big bucks or whatever it is. This, the next three will get 75, and then the rest of the house will get 50. But you can vote for your players that you want to see earn more because with those bucks – they get to go in the high roller room and spend them on games for a chance to win some pretty um, some tease, but pretty amazing sounding advantages in the game, like potentially like a second veto. Um, you can, I think, potentially, I think she hinted at like taking away power from the HOH. She didn't really say it, um, but but Julie Chen kind of made a comment like you can flop the biggest power in the game, which I usually think is HOH. Um, they're going to be able to maybe flip this game. Players like Hannah, like you said, she's been a bit quieter depending on the competition. Does she win HOH over like Xavier or, or I don't even want to say Derek X now because he, he can't play. These powers might be big for someone like Brittany, someone like Hannah, someone like Claire who has yet to really win big things. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited to see how, how this sh- – how the the house shakes up. Well, you say HOH is the biggest power. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think the veto is the biggest power in the game, in my opinion. And I say that because HOH is only an effective power because it keeps you safe, right? That's great. I might be dumb for saying that. HOH is great because you know you're not going home that week. But if you don't have the numbers and you're the HOH and you're in an alliance of two, the house still controls the game. Like the house still controls who goes home, who does what. So in my opinion, the veto is the biggest power because one, if you're on the block and you win the veto, now you're safe again, whatever. But you also put the HOH in a position to get more blood on their hands that they might not want to get. And we'll see that blood thicken as the game continues on because people are going to have to start taking shots at themselves. But I've said it before, I don't necessarily like the gimmicky things in Survivor but I love the gimmicky things in Big Brother. I think the gimmicky challenges and rewards are awesome in Big Brother. I think it adds to the game. I think it keeps us on our toes. We're wondering what's going to happen. Julie Chen even teased that maybe some jury issues or jury uh, trickery where maybe there's a, a battle back competition, which we've seen in the past. These are what make the game fun because as soon as you think you have the game figured out, and imagine being in the house thinking you have the game figured out, as soon as you think that's the case, everything turns on its head and the game completely changes in front of you. You could be in complete control like Christian, like Alyssa, like Xavier, and then the second something doesn't go your way, now you're on the bottom looking up with less numbers. I, I absolutely think you're right. And and the thing with Big Brother is these gimmicky things, These expect the unexpected. That's what Big Brother is based around. Yeah, I get in Survivor. If something happens, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, that's kind of BS. But Big Brother's built around these twists. So when they come around, you know that they're going to come around. It's just how do we now use them to our advantage? And then if I don't get that advantage, 
how do I avoid getting getting hurt by it in some way? Um, it's the next big twist of the summer. I'm excited to see who gets it. I know, you know, I'll be putting in votes potentially for my fantasy team players. Um, if if you're keeping track of those, uh, but you know, maybe Brittany gets some help this week from America, who probably feels awful for her, and and maybe other players like uh, maybe. Big D, I think he's a pretty fan favorite, although now he showed a little bit of, you know, his his scary side. But these people that are not able to compete for themselves at a high level against the strong competitors might get some benefit from this. Yeah, it's I mean, it's going to be fun. And, and you speak about Big D kind of showing some uh, sign of uh, fieriness. I love yeah. that. He's like a little teapot waiting to boil over, waiting to whistle. And he hasn't blown up yet, but he's going to blow up soon. For all we know, it could be this coming week. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. You're spot on. A lot of the underdog players could get some advantages from America if America decides to vote for them to get some big brother bucks. But again, Reality Pop Nation, I'm sorry that my Wi-Fi was so crappy. Thank you to Jacob. Again, breaking news, Pooji's Wi-Fi is awful. But thank you to Jacob for taking over, taking the reins on this show. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. Jacob, anything else from you before we hang it up for the night? No, I hope I did well. I'm not going to lie. I was a little unsure of what was going on at the time. I was a little thrown off, but I, I took it over. I explained what I explained. I got a little out of order, but then I reeled it back in, and then you came back. We, we love it was it. all over the place. But you know what? If you love if you love Big Brother, expect the unexpected. And when you watch the block on Reality Pop, also expect the unexpected. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Producers in the back. Producers in the back were like, we got to test Jacob today. We got to make sure he can do this thing by himself. Justin, we're cutting your Wi-Fi. That's what happened. So, um, so. so, so my Wi-Fi, my Wi-Fi goes out. Jacob passed the test. If you're watching on Reality Pop, always be sure to tune in for these episodes around 9:15 every Thursday after eviction. One thing I wanted to mention: it was kind of annoying, but yet suspenseful that the veto did not happen on Wednesday night. The, the veto ceremony did not happen Wednesday night. It happened Thursday, the beginning of the episode around 8.05 Eastern time, 8.10 Eastern time. Uh, we'll see if that happens again. That means it's a good season. They're building the suspense. They're putting in the cliffhangers. I know today I was texting my parents. I was texting friends. We were talking about what's going to happen with the veto, and it's like 3 o'clock on a Thursday. So that's how big this show is. That's how big those cliffhangers are for this show. But again, Jacob, thank you for being here. Reality Pop Nation, thank you, as always, for being here. Subscribe, like the video, share the video. Tell your friends about us. If you're listening on the go, go find Reality Pop on Spotify or Apple iHeart, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on the go, go watch the uh, YouTube videos for the video elements. And if you're into sports, go follow the Poogee Podcast. A little bit of a shameless plug. Go give the Poogee Podcast a quick follow as well. Support my podcast, a sports podcast with NFL season coming up. We're very, very excited to get into some football talk. So until next time, folks. Go enjoy your weekend. Wait until a suspenseful Sunday HOH competition. But most importantly, go make this world a better place and take care.